Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I want to start by talking about uh, social media and young teenagers. One of my great mistakes in parenting was letting my teens have Instagram accounts when they were 11 and 12. I thought that I'd be able to supervise better. I'd be able to coach them. I'd be able to teach them. And in fact, what happened is that I was able to coach them at a time when they were more likely to listen to me than they would have when they were 14 or 15 or 16. But I also enabled them to begin this process that I think any parent has seen take place. And frankly, it's happened to a lot of us where reading, thoughtful time, time outside playing, uh, slowly gets replaced by scrolling and flipping through and liking and watching stuff on a phone. In Florida, right now, the state legislature is doing something that I think is very interesting. They are moving to ban social media for children under 16. Now, there are all sorts of technology. We can what about what about technology this to death. But what I want to know right now from you, If the technology were available to do this easily, would you ban social media for kids under 16? 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Because in retrospect, I, I wish I hadn't allowed it. And so, yeah, I sort of wish that it would have been banned. I really do. And I know, like, that's sort of the lazy way out of parenting, I guess. But it's got to be one of the worst things for young kids. Are there benefits? Yes. Yes. But uh, I don't think those benefits are outweighed by the negatives. Here's what they're suggesting. And in Florida right now, the bill doesn't list exactly what they're talking about, right? What do you define as social media? But I think generally speaking, we get it as parents. It's Facebook. It's X. It's Snapchat. It's TikTok. Is it YouTube? I mean, most kids, that's how they're currently watching everything. More kids, I feel, watch YouTube than watch TV. In Florida... And we've seen here in Minnesota our attorney general filing suit against 
uh, filing suit against the social media companies, saying that essentially social media companies know that they're they're essentially addicting young people to social media. I think as adults, a lot of it, we know it, right? Like if you look in the mirror and you think about whether or not you are addicted, you know the truth. You are. You're addicted. I'm addicted. Dan Cook, you're, I, I you're a little more disciplined. I can find myself, though, I can very easily find myself on TikTok scrolling, 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 and next thing I know, an hour and a half has gone by. And that's when I know, oh, okay, wait a minute. Slow down a little bit. Put this thing down for a while. But it happens. It, ha- it absolutely happens. And so much, I think the biggest thing in terms of, uh, of this under-16 portion of it is that so much of kids' identities now is being formed by social media and where there's this comparison thing going on of you know, this is my life, but this is the life I see other people having. Therefore, my life isn't good enough. Yeah. And when you're that impressionable and when you're that still early in terms of forming and figuring out who you are, uh, that's an enormously negative influence. It's one thing for you and I to look at social media and realize, well, yeah, we're only seeing the best parts of people's lives, and that's not a realistic thing. Right. But that's you and I, right? You know, the kids obviously are in a different situation entirely. The Florida approach is targeting the addictive nature of social media. It's not, it's not the content. Right. Because you run into a First Amendment issue. And in most cases, I would say this should you know, this should be a parental decision. Parents should be able to decide. I made the decision as dumb as it was to let my kids on social media early. And now when I talk to my 18 year old who uninstalled TikTok before he went off to college because he was worried he would spend time in New York City flipping through TikTok instead of, oh, my gosh, I'm in New York City. City. Yeah. So he had the wisdom to uninstall it, uh, and he. I've asked him, I'm like, do you think I screwed up? Do you wish you were not on social media so early? And he said, yes. <laughs> he gets it. I get Way it. Way to go, Dad. I screwed it up. I think a lot of parents are struggling with this, and the reality is most of us are not equipped to manage the addictive nature of social media on our own. And so the idea of a ban, oh, it makes me uncomfortable, but I think – I think it's right. 651-461-9226. Lots of texts coming in. Jason, as a retired teacher of 32 years of elementary school, I can tell you that I would be all for a ban for social media for children under 16. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense on the surface. You know, the trouble obviously is going to come in. You, you said that they're trying to draw the line between content and addictive nature because they're trying to get around a lawsuit, a, a lawsuit, right? a free expression, right? right? Uh, there's also, you know, you have to remember this, this would have a massive impact on that industry. And there's people that make livings doing yep. that too. And that's, that's not nothing. Uh, but if you take away kids 16 and under, uh, from I mean, obviously Florida is one of the most popular states in the union, but if this works in Florida, you know it's going to spread. Others it's have a huge impact on that business. Other states have looked at it. In Arkansas, they, re- they required parental consent by law. For minors to create new social media accounts, the federal judge blocked that and mm-hmm. said, nope, that's too far. In Florida, this thing passed 106 to 13, 106 to 13. Democrats and Republicans recognize that we've let this get out of control. And I suppose the question is, is it too late or can we? 
put the toothpaste back in the tube. I hate to be cynical, but I'll also point out that Democrats and Republicans in Florida realize that people 16 and under can't vote. Well, there is that, right? No one's trying to ban it for all adults. I want to know what you think. If you're a parent, we'd love to hear from you. A text or a call is certainly welcome. Lots of texts coming in. I'll share that after a break. 651-461-9226. Should the government ban social media accounts for kids under 16? More in a minute here on Drive Time. Do you want the government to take control of this issue with social media and teenagers? Do you think Florida's on the right track? I know it's difficult for a lot of us to say yes. I think Florida's on the right track about anything. But when you're thinking about social media, more and more research indicates how addictive it is for all of us. Should it be banned, straight up banned, uh, like Florida is trying to do, ban it for 14, 15, 13-year-old kids? There are federal regulations that restrict advertising. Uh, so I think, what, you have to be 13, I think, usually, to open an account because there are federal rules about the way you advertise to, to kids. It's why you see much more regulation over the advertisements that show up, like, during Saturday morning cartoons yeah. or that kind of a thing. I, I'm um, curious how that's regulated or enforced. You know? Well, there have been lawsuits you've had, you know, over advertisements for no, sure. No, but I'm saying, you know, if you, social media and teens. Yeah, when you when you require kids. Oh, yeah, kid, it's not enforced. Kids just lie. That's what I and I put a fake. I did it. Yeah, I signed my kids up. I put a fake birth date in there, and that's what kids are doing too. So that's the other part of this, you know, ban of under 16 is well, you it's it's great to pass a law and say kids under 16 can't do it, but how hard is it to evade the law? What's the Enforcement mechanism, you know, how did that act? How does that actually work I, practically? Yeah, I think those are fair questions, but I don't think our our legislators need to worry about that yet. I think the main question is a philosophical one. Is social media as addictive as cocaine and meth and fentanyl, all things that we regulate and ban? And if you believe it is, which a lot of research is indicating that it is that addictive, the, and it's intentionally that addictive, it's designed to be that addictive. It is. And so, it, so do you ban it? Is it just the addictiveness that is necessary, or is it also some sort of provable harm? I mean, you named all those drugs, right? The, the, problem, the problem with those drugs isn't so much that they're addictive, although it is that they're addictive. It's the harm that the they harm. do once you're addicted to Yeah, that's to fair, them. and I think... And do you have to demonstrate a specific kind of harm yeah. that comes from... We all know that, that These it can will be, be the legal challenges right. for sure, right? Yeah. Text at 651-461-9226. I have one child, a 15-year-old boy, no social media. Personally, I have Facebook, but I've never seen TikTok, Instagram, etc. No video games either. I'm all for a ban under 16, but the government shouldn't have to institute it. Parents should do their damn job. Sign the meanest mom in Minnesota. I'm <laughs> sure like that's that. what their kids, sure that's what the kids kid said. Yeah, I bet. It is tricky. I was discussing this with my sister-in-law who has uh, two kids. One is a uh, kindergartner mm -hmm. and one is a, a third grader. And I said, I think they should wait. But already their friends are on Snapchat. And part of the social stress that comes in is that your friends have group chats on Snapchat, yep. sort of planning activities. And if you don't let your kid on there, are they a social outcast? Could they get left out, yep. 
The answer is yes, they do. But maybe a government ban like takes some of that pressure off of parents who are trying to not allow it in their house, but then kind of give in under these circumstances. And YouTube is going to be, I think, the uh, most fascinating part of all this. Does that get lumped in with the rest? Right. Because as you well know, uh, it is so easy for parents and I'm not knocking any parent that does this or doesn't do it. It is so easy for parents to hand a kid a tablet, put YouTube up and let them start watching videos while you need to get something done around the house, whatever it is, just, you know. Because kids will just sit and watch and watch and watch. Well, is that sort of the gateway drug to the rest of social media? It's super interesting. And, and the, the way Florida set up this legislation is that basically a parent would be able to sue a social media company that didn't take down a kid's account, uh, which, of course, would be a pretty strong motivation yeah. uh, for them to do it. Now, if you have one state banning it, I'm sure, you know, kids, look, kids know how to, like, pirate movies and figure out how to watch sports a lot like i don't know these kids they'll they'll figure out ways around it it but that doesn't mean that it's not worth creating a law right because we make speeding illegal and plenty of people speed right yeah you can figure out a way around it it's not a valid reason to say no we shouldn't create a law i know plenty of 20 to 30 year olds says this texter who stopped growing at 12 because of social media. They can't grow beyond that age. It's like using drinks or drugs, and it stops emotional development. Uh, I think it's really interesting, and I think this is the beginning of this conversation, not the end. Social media sites should be banned for people under 16, says a texter. And then those within three months can take a class to gain access. To unrestrict one app a quarter until they turn 18. I do think that at the least, we need more education for our young people to understand how to navigate this stuff. You know, the the tech companies and Apple, they've come up with ways that parents could have control. You can sunset these at certain hours. You can turn off your Wi-Fi at certain hours. Like, there are things you can do as a parent. But... I think teaching kids media literacy and social media literacy is as important as HOMAC and shop class. And some parents are savvy enough to be able to do that on their own, but maybe this is something that needs to come along with this kind of law, is that the social media companies need to be you know, investing in and offering some form of education so that parents yeah. you know, who, who yeah. aren't tech savvy can figure out ways in which to take care of their parents kids. Parents have to parent their kids. I do agree yep. with the meanest yep. mom in Minnesota. Yep. And... I do think there are options for government to intervene here because the response of the tech companies has sucked. They just have not done much about this. Uh, And why would they? Because they're making tons of money off of our young people. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.